There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Sorry. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady. Chunky. There's Brett Vested. Why do you call yourself that? That's wrong. uh, That's just terrible. Getting used to it. And uh, Big Dick Toledo's there. Yeah. uh, Nine pounds less of me in a day. That was fun. Wow, Karen Karen Carpenter in the heart. Yeah, I was definitely Karen Carpentering. (laughs) If Karen did it that way, she'd have busted in half. (laughs) There was a lot of violent vomiting going on. I have one uh, theory, conspiracy theory, in a way. And if it's a hack joke about taking too much D, I've heard it. No. I hate that. <laughs> well, next the worst. You got a sore throat. <laughs> I just swallow that D. Oh God. Megan might be trying to poison you. Oh, there's a possibility of that. That's true of every wife. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, that definitely crosses your mind. The first the, that Windex casserole you had been, the uh, other day. She's been cooking a lot more. I've noticed, and <laughs> we are running out of cleaning supplies. I, I'm. Not I've even. noticed Ronnie saying, hey, do you want me to make something? Oh, yeah, she wants to cook, yeah. No, no question. That's that's probably one and one A of my theories. The pine salt soup got you. I, I, well, just there wasn't any soup in it. It was just a bowl of pine salt. She called it tree soup. Uh, yeah, it was weird. So, yeah, it was about 2 o'clock on Monday afternoon. I'm like, I don't feel 100%. Something's not right. Chalked it up to just kind of being tired. And uh, I was supposed to – this is the fourth time now that I'm supposed to go to dinner with Triff Reeve, our, our boss. And every time something's gone up, Megan got sick once, and then we were exposed to COVID and had to get tested. We're like, we don't really want to come around you and see. And he's like, all right. And then then I'm on the phone texting him, like, all right, uh, got the reservations for this and that. We're ready to go. You got it. Tuesday night. And I was supposed to also have a drink with Kevin Ray and Dale Hellestray, who wouldn't leave me alone. Dale's lonely. Dale needs me. Like, he needs me. He's always, he wants to come over for football. He's, and I'm like, look, nobody's at the house. We're not doing anything. Just me, Johnny. Come on. I'll be here. Be just you and I watching the game. Like, are you kicked out of your house? Do you need to go to, like, a, a male sojourner center? Is that what those, I don't know what that is. But so I had to cancel with those guys. Canceled with trip. The things, the lengths I'll go to. To get uh, out of stuff? Yeah. I just laid down at uh, about 4.30 or 5 o'clock, I guess, on Monday night and said, I'm not going to be able to move, and if I do, I'm going to fire a big chocolate fountain right out of my body, and I'm not so sure that's going to. So there I was with the bucket on one end, sitting on the toilet on the other, filling both. Twins. You have trip a complex It was here. brutal. Yeah, you know what? Good. Good. <laughs> Keep him on his toes. Keep him on his toes a little bit. He's getting a little comfy, I think. <laughs> Six, seven years here. He's starting to cement himself down. It's like, yeah, you know what? Got to keep him guessing. <laughs> it was awful. Just awful. And then 17 solid hours of nonstop body hemorrhaging awfulness. And I, think I still Trip can't talk down, well. uh, After the show yesterday, he came uh, out of his office and looked in our office, and it was just Brett and I. Mm-hmm. I think he was peeping around to see if you were there or not. Like, if it's <laughs> real. If I try to coach him through, I don't like this no, at he's all. he's not there. Oh, you guys stuck around after 10, huh? Mm. 
You don't have to. You know, you can go home immediately. If <laughs> <laughs> I go home at nine, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it was weird. And I still, I'm trying to figure out what got me. I, I cannot. I can't. Uh, the only thing I can figure, I cleaned the lines of my beer keg. And that's the but you only, did that a while. I did like, it a while ago, and I've had beers out of that since. And I and I'm not sure if I knocked uh, knocked mold loose or if there's cleaning solution in there that finally got in. Or I don't know what it is. I have no clue what got me. But uh, it's the only difference in what I ate versus what Megan ate. So we're trying to like break it unless it goes back a few days and I just ate something and it got me late. But man, oh man, did it get me? Yeah, nine pounds. Uh, all I could eat was popsicles. That's it. Because it was just trying to stay hydrated at some point. Get something in there. And then I'd throw up these cherry, orange, and banana flavored sugar-free popsicles. So it was actually, the vomit started to taste fairly good. I know you like hearing that, Brett. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Starting towards the end when when it's just popsicle juice coming back. But you know what was really bad? Crackers. I ate a bunch of mini saltines just trying to calm things. And I tried to pound. And those came up as... uh, Something brand new. That was not, that was an experience. I don't know. No, they were I, they were mush, but it was just in. Yeah, you spread it out, dry mesh. it out, and you got Whoa. paper. Yeah. Oh, I could have. I could have made. It was that Indians used to do that. They'd vomit up their own paper. <laughs> I think you're right, Brady. I think that's what it was. But it was definitely a sick day, like in like in school, because I watched The Price Is Right. I got a couple old movies that I couldn't. You know, I, I got through that barely. I'd fall asleep all the time. But game shows. And then an episode of Different Strokes I'll never forget. I text you guys about it. I heard that one. Oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> and they were trying – it was a very spe- – you know on Different Strokes always had – on a very special Different Strokes. Yeah. Different Strokes had a very special Different Strokes. So I'm flipping around. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen Different Strokes forever. Sick days are all about reruns. So I'm watching old Different Strokes. And this one was awesome because it was shortly after uh, uh, Arnold and Willis had gotten to Mr. Drummond's place. So it was probably year two or three of the show. And uh, Willis, the older of the two, wanted to go back to Harlem to celebrate his birthday because his buddy wanted to throw him a birthday party on this very special episode. So basically what the special episodes were was they were going to make some sort of social point. They were going to – it was – you remember when Nancy Reagan showed up about drugs? And, they, uh, they got him out of a good yeah. – uh, a bad situation. Yeah, well, a lot of times it was just to make some sort of statement. Uh, Dana Plato, the Kimberly, had an eating disorder there for a little while and she That's threw right, up all that yeah. cake and – yeah, it was pretty. So this one was uh, Willis wanted to go back to Harlem, and they were going to have his his best friend's family was going to have a birthday party for Willis, and they were all invited. Mr. Drummond, uh, Mrs. Garrett, the daughter, all of them. And when uh, Mr. Drummond heard it was Harlem starts about seven p.m., uh, he's like, "Nope, not doing that." And uh, he's like, and Willis is like, "Come on!" He goes, "We're not going to Harlem at night." No. And he's like, well, take the car. He goes, you think I'm taking my limo to Harlem at night? No. And Willis is like, it's because of black people. You don't like any storms off. And he's like, oh, geez, this is going to get deep. And then uh, Arnold's like, I don't want to go to Harlem at night either. I'm used to the penthouse. I like you. You're, and he basically starts to kind of Uncle Tom Arnold a little bit and starts to give him some heat. Uh, Mr. Drummond comes up and says, uh, I'm sorry. I was wrong. We'll go. And then uh, the whole time Mrs. Garrett's on the phone trying to get a cab, and cabs won't go to Harlem at night. Nobody's going. He's like, well... This doesn't look good. They finally get to the party, and they start dancing. Well, uh, every at, at every turn, they're nervous about someone that comes in the door because a black guy will come in the door. And uh, this one kid pops a gun in the door. And he's like, everybody freeze. And uh, Philip Drummond just drops to the ground, screaming at the top of his lungs, hands his wallet over. And it was a kid with a little fake gun that shot out a flag that said, happy birthday. And they scared all the white people. 
And then the, the other neighbor heard the music from the dancing and stuff, and he pops by the window of the house that the party's at. And the best part is the audience was clearly all white too because when the one guy walking through the area looked in the window, the whole audience went, oh, <laughs> black guy in the window. And, I, and, then, and then, of course, he just climbs in the open window. Mr. Drummond loses his mind, hands him his wallet. And Mrs. Garrett fires off an air horn. Like one of those things. They all drop to the ground again. And it's like, no, 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 that's just our neighbor. He goes, I just heard the music and wanted to come down and start dancing. It's like, well, that's all it takes. And uh, and then a cop walks in the door. Mr. Drummond's like, no, no, officer. We blew off the air horn. You don't need to be here. And the lady's like, yeah, he does. And she gives him a kiss. She goes, this is my husband. And he goes, oh, a black cop? And so they were all just like blown away at like black people coming in the door. And at the end, the whole message was we have to get involved with each other or we're going to be afraid. But it's the most racist thing I've watched for 22 minutes in my life. And I was dying laughing the entire time. But in the, you know, remember the the bike store guy that raped Dudley? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, had, and it was yeah. the big guy from yeah, WKRP. Yeah, uh, yeah, Arthur Carlson. Yeah. <laughs> he violently rapes Dudley, and Arnold was wise enough to get the heck out of the bike shop when he Bay saw Tag Man. That's, Arthur that's Carlson. Right, yeah. That's right. He was the uh, he was also Maggie's father on Growing Pains. <laughs> Very few people remember that. <laughs> Lived in an RV. But the uh, yeah, it was weird. So I started watching reruns and stuff, and just couldn't. You get didn't catch of that. Uh, the Tonight Show, did you? No, I'm 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 guessing you didn't. I because did not. Not many people did. No, nobody's watching it. Yeah, yeah. That Jimmy Fallon nine hundred sixty-seven thousand. Well, there's times. People. Yeah, wow. Isn't that crazy? That the Tonight Show is under a million. That massive franchise of of television is. And leading the way is. Uh, Kimmel, and it's 1.6. barely got anybody. Yeah, all combined, they would have lost to the worst ratings that Leno and Letterman had. Yeah. Which was, they, they dwindled they down to around, four and five. Yes. On on bad nights, they were at three. But for the most part, they were heavy. And then when it all just got crazy, like down to the twos, it's terrible. Well, late night TV's awful. I did also watch- But they re-upped them. Oh, yeah. They, well, he, they, they make so much money on those shows, it's silly. Did you ever see, uh, uh, is this it? Is this the- Yes. Willis's birthday yes. already. Get I never it. shake hands with girls. Why not? Nice work, Rich. <laughs> because I want to save something. All right. This is the one. Oh. I told you, Mr. D, everything's going to be real cool at this party. There's nothing to I worry mean, Mr. about. Mr. Drummond's so nervous. Right, now I feel a little foolish about it. There's a gun Don't in the door. nobody move. Everybody hit the deck. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get it to where the guy comes in the window. <laughs> Did you guys know how Arnold and Willis got there? I know, you know, their parents died. Do you know how? I thought it was their housekeeper or something. The yeah. original housekeeper, yeah. Nice work. Like Brett yeah. Vesley, well versed in the different strokes uh, subtext. Yeah. I didn't I wasn't allowed to watch that show. Oh, because of the black, the black people. Yeah. Well, my grandpa was that way. My grandpa wouldn't my grandpa said, get them out of my house. I'm, I'm not kidding. My grandfather was I don't think I gotta wonder if my grandfather in Pennsylvania ever saw someone of color they were in such a small town they came from sweden which is you stay white in sweden and they they all moved from sweden to this little tiny place in pennsylvania i'm not so sure but different strokes was on and he's like what is this and here's the dude (laughs) black guy in the window Look, we don't want any trouble here. Okay, Mr. Drummond. I'll handle this, Willis. All right, now look, here, here's my wallet. <laughs> it is funny, but it's funny for all the wrong reasons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, Mrs. Uh, the the Jacksons, Arnold and Willis's mother, was Mr. Drummond's housekeeper, and she's she died of cancer in like a horrible way, and on her deathbed asked Mr. Drummond to take the kids. I thought they died in a car wreck, but that was Webster's parents. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> that and then they they write a sitcom around it, like and then it, and then it gets funny. Well, wait a minute, these kids are traumatized by the death of both parents or the lack. Of one and the death of the other? Yeah. And then what? Oh, no, it's going to be hilarious. We've got a funny little kid. And I'm like, wait a minute. How's this funny? These kids are traumatized. This is misery. And everyone no, no, it'll got be along. Yeah, it'll be fine. And Arnold couldn't have been more than two or three when it happened, so he's all used to it. But Willis, Willis would have struggled a little more. And it proved out later that Willis had some problems. The show is terrible. I love old reruns when you just stumble on them like that. But. And then it even got worse when they brought that kid in. Uh, <laughs> Danny Cooksey. Yeah. Oh. Oh. The coffin nail. Oh, oh, the coffin nail. Big time. <laughs> Dixie Carter was his mother. Yep. Oh, <laughs> brutal. What was that little jerk's name? Uh, On the show? Yeah, Arthur or something, was it? Oh, yeah, he had a dumb name, too. I just remember he's the one who very very nearly destroyed Terminator 2 and also was <laughs> the, 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 the coffin nail. When And that would have to be rough for Gary Coleman, too, because he had to look around and go, oh, they brought in another cute kid. But this kid's terribly yeah. annoying. His name was Arthur or something like that. Oh, you're right. <laughs> the coffin nail. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. And then I watched Family Feud, and I haven't Sam watched that McKinney. in forever. Huh? Sam McKinney? Sam, Sam. McKinney. Oh, oh, prick. Bastard ruined it all. Yeah. yeah. And like at that point, Arnold was like 31. Yeah. We, we had all learned at that point that he was only little because his kidneys got ripped out when he was a kid. So he was like 14 <laughs> when, when everybody thought he was six. The network actually made sure they didn't grow the kidneys. Yeah, they ripped their kidneys out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Sam came along. He's like, you're very cute. I'm going to rip your kidneys out, and you're going to shrink. Keep them that way. Family Feud's question last night was, uh, name something your grandpa would say, how do I turn this darn thing on about? And the answer is, and one of the ladies goes, my grandma. And it's like, ah, and that was up there. And then so nobody got the sixth answer, and they go over to this family, and the lady goes, granny's vibrator. Like, all right, let's see if it's up there. Granny's vibrator. Sure enough, Granny's Come vibrator on. was one of the answers. I'm like, this is rigged. Why would Grandpa ever shout out to anyone else? How, how do, do you, you turn, turn this, this on? on. <laughs> Why would Grandpa be using the vibrator? The fixes in yeah, completely. But I, I'm like, this is filthy. And so I watched another couple episodes. Game Show Network was on all day. Alfonso Ribeiro hosts a show called Catch 21, and I don't know when he turned into Pedro Martinez, but they look exactly alike. <laughs> they do. Oh, my God. It's the he exact same it. guy. So it was, a, it was an interesting uh, – and in, in between all this stuff, I'm losing a pound every hour by just honking. And that trash bag, there's nothing worse than feeling better and then going, all right, got to clean up. The trash bag I was using in the can was heavy. <laughs> and it oh, it took about half of what I had to offer because I after after the back end stopped on me, I just used the toilet to go mouthies. Brady's swallowing a little heavy. I think oh. <laughs> so I went to take this thirty gallon full, and it's sloshing around and stuff. And I'm like, wow, there's a lot of. And I went to lift it out of the garbage can, and I'm like, there is a lot of weight to this. And I worried that the acids from inside me it were going to eat through. Like through. An and I, alien. So I took the whole thing out. You thought you were going to have a Breaking Bad I'm not with kidding. your own juices? You put that on a scale, I would have guessed 12 to 17 pounds. Oh, my God. It was, that's a, I'm like, wow, that's a that's lot. That's a balloon. It was heavy.
And I wanted to leave it out to see because the dogs were unbelievably interested in that bag. <laughs> Just pour it out. They on want the some of that. What you got in there? Oh man! And I would tie it up when I was done, and then when I'd untie it, the smell it unleashed. Oh. <laughs> well, I had to, Brady. Why? I had to. I had to. <laughs> Brady's gonna be out now tomorrow. <laughs> Otherwise, I was gonna start throwing up in the bucket, and that would have been wrong too. So I just did a loose knot and then to- fold it over itself, go back in the bed and lay down for a little while. And then uh, and then I'd go, oh, 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 and I'd make that crawl over to the bathroom and untie the bag. And then uh, sit down. And the smell was so bad. I think I'd thrown up more because of the smell. And it was bad. It reminded, oh, it was so bad. It was just. And then mix that in with what was going on back door. Forget about it. But I highly recommend eating some mold. If you've got some uh, holiday weight on, this RM3 <laughs> thing weight? is solid. Yeah. And, oh, get rid of the COVID weight in one moldy piece of bread. I, I, I know it's not healthy, and it is just awful, and I wouldn't wish it on anybody but Pratt. But <laughs> it was nine pounds, like, lickety split. And then I rehydrated slowly, so I didn't just pile it back in. Woke up this morning. I'm still, you know, hanging around the, the eight to nine pound loss not going to do much working out so i'm going to stay you know cool you feel maybe appetite or oh appetite's back, back. Yeah. I, like, I took a big nap yesterday and woke up and i'm like okay we're clear yeah and then i had some soup because that's what you always do it's easy because the reason i figured soup out i it took me 50 years but i figured soup out the reason people give you soup when you're sick is in case you start throwing up it won't be rough yeah that's okay. got to be the only reason it doesn't cure anything but you know like it's real smooth and the saltines were supposed to soak up everything, yeah, but not with nothing. you. Nothing made a baseball out of it. <laughs> oh, it Paper mache. You know how owls throw up their food and that that, that oh, pelt. That pelt. I was doing those. Uh, <laughs> that noise would just come out. Like a hairball. Like a big hairball. That's what it was. But I'm all right now. I think I might have COVID. Who knows? I don't know. I, did, I, I asked Larry and Trip if I should get tested, and they said. Bleh. Anything to keep those guys from doing another show. I'm like, all right. <laughs> it was such a it was such a dad moment yesterday. Finally Trip gets done with some of his meetings and Larry comes in to me and Brett, you guys want to meet with Trip? And we're like, Oh no. Not really. <laughs> Did he want to like, meet okay. with you? Yeah. Oh no. We're in and then he goes, Brady so, jumped jumped out as yeah. soon as he could. He was the, the platinum was doing ninety <laughs> down fifty second street. He was Brett, out. So Brett and I and Larry go into Trip's office and he sits down and he goes, You know, Larry told me that, you know, hey, it's not bad today. They, they kind of did. Oh, no. And I have to tell you, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it came down on you. Oh, yeah. It was like your dad giving you an, uh, like a chore at home and you did yeah. it and you thought you're yeah. pretty proud of yourself. You missed the you're corners like, in the middle. I did it. And you didn't get any of the edges. You didn't. You missed this area <laughs> over here. It was pointed out. It was, it was so awesome. Well, we all know you guys suck. Of course. Well, yeah. <laughs> we said it yesterday. Yeah. There was no bones about it. <laughs> but that was such a dad moment. But there's only room to grow. So the next time. Yeah. The next time we got nowhere else to go. Brady's got the optimism. <laughs> Either Brady knew what was coming or something. Cause Brett no offense. I didn't listen because I knew. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, I'm just happy you guys got through it without me getting a phone call. <laughs> Brady's a dick. <laughs> What do you do? Well, he just thinks he's in charge when you're not there. I'm like, oh, for God's sakes. Just, yeah, you guys got along. The yeah. day went by. It's not a normal <laughs> thing. Whatever. Uh, well, thank you. I thank you all for 
sucking your way through Florida. I got to call. <laughs> look, the only thing I heard was Larry said the guys are doing great. Yeah. Uh, if you need another, day. Larry was Larry was like a proud uncle. Yeah. I, I, Larry said it. He goes, if you guys need an, if you need another day to just kind of recoup, I think they've got this. It's just refreshing that no one's acting like an idiot. And I'm like, well. Thank you. And then Trip Colt said, if you need another day, I'm going to burn your house down. (laughs) (laughs) Not kidding. Bye. (laughs) So, well, thank you for not fighting. That's all I cared about. Uh, That's it. It was an awesome thing to not get a phone call while you're crapping out a lung. (laughs) Hey, we need to talk, man. When you're not there, something's different. I'm like, yeah, it's not an audition for a new job. Just get through the day for Christ's sake. Uh, at 6.05. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! 98. Oh, my gosh. 98. Shut the front door. Yeah.